All right, it is another edition of Coffee with Craig and Kevin, the Channel Partners podcast. I am Craig Galbraith, executive editor with Channel Partners. Joining me as always, the man who comes rumbling, bumbling, stumbling into this podcast every couple of weeks, our business development lead, Mr. Kevin Morris. Kevin, how are you? Gobble, gobble, Craig. It is great to be here as always. Uh, Thanks for another fantastic introduction. Uh, I definitely do a lot of bumbling and stumbling uh, every time we do this thing. You know, I'm just really excited. Uh, It's one of my favorite holidays right around the corner, Thanksgiving, of course. And your introduction is always super witty as you're alluding to one of our guests that's coming up. So maybe you can tell the audience a little bit about what Thanksgiving has in store for you, Craig. Yeah, absolutely, Kevin. So I'm taking the whole week off next week, so that's going to be nice. And, uh, you know, we're going to spend Thanksgiving with my mother-in-law on Thursday. She's going to have the whole meal ready with all the trimmings and going to watch some football and just going to be sort of a traditional Thanksgiving for me. How about you? Uh, Well, Craig, I'm heading up to Pennsylvania to see the wife's family and have a combo Thanksgiving with also my parents as well. Uh, As funny that we met in the D.C. area, but both of our uh, families uh, are in the Pennsylvania area now. They're about 45 minutes from one another, so it's going to be a complicated but very fun and interesting Thanksgiving. (laughs) <laughs> I would say. Making up for the complication, however, is the two meals that you're going to take care of there. Yes, except for I'm in charge of both of them. So her parents are hosting, but I will be cooking. So, wow. uh, yeah, you know, I figured I'd take on the brunt of it. So I've been Googling a lot of recipes. So if our audience has a few recipes they want to comment about and or send me some links, uh, more than happy to take a look at those because I'm going to need all the help I can get, let's be honest. <laughs> I'm great at eating, not so great at making. Hey, speaking of Thanksgiving, uh, what are you thankful for this year, Kevin? I mean, I know we're thankful for family and and for our friends and the folks we work with, but uh, what are you thankful for? I'm just really thankful that I get to co-host this podcast with the most fabulous co-host one could ever ask for, and that's Craig Galbraith. I know I give you a hard time, man, but... We both know that you carry me and professional and a gentleman and a scholar. So really great to be uh, on this podcast with you for another year and that it's still running. I'm thankful it's still going. So that means, of course, I'm thankful for our loyal audience and as well as all the uh, channel partners and vendors and everyone that you know supports uh, this channel partners brand. It's awesome to be a part of it. It's always a lot of fun doing this podcast with you. Hey, right back at you, buddy. Good to do this podcast with you, and I'm also thankful for all the all the folks out there who make Channel Partners uh, possible, actually. And, and as far as the podcast goes, hopefully we've got a few more in us as we uh, finish up the year and go into 2018. Hey, I'll take one. It starts with one. One more will be good. But, you know, Craig, a lot of people end up going on the road for Thanksgiving, including myself, next week. But um, as I understand it, you were on the road a week or two ago for the Planet One conference. Uh, can you tell our audience a little bit about what you did there? And, and maybe you had a, an outside of the channel guest that you bumped into as well. So Planet One's tech tour, they do several a year. And they always wrap up in Scottsdale, Arizona, which happens to be where I live. So it was, uh, as far as being on the road, it was a relatively short road trip. But I caught up with Nitel, Jason Deshaun, their channel chief. We talked a little bit about their elite partner program. We'll toss to that interview here in just a minute. And uh, also Chris Berman from ESPN. Uh, He was the celebrity guest speaker. He regaled the audience with tales of getting the network up off the ground and uh, sports stories and so forth. So it was a good time. 
Wow, Chris Berman, Craig. That's a huge get, I got to say, for the podcast outside of the channel. We're excited to hear from Nitel, of course, but, you know, I'd say a broadcasting disruptor. Being from upstate New York, even though I'm a Giants fan, a lot of my friends would love it when he'd say, no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> he would always say that back in the Jim Kelly years in the uh, mid-90s. So that's pretty cool. I'm excited to hear what he has to say. Yeah, I think you're going to hear that uh, Circle the Wagons clip uh, plugged in there here in a few minutes, too. But, yeah, we'll have that interview with him. And for those of you who aren't sports fans, he's got a a business tip for you folks out there as well. So uh, looking forward to that. Well, with that, Craig, enough of our rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. It's time to go ahead and get to your interview with Nitel. All right, here at Planet One Tech Tour event in Scottsdale, Arizona, we've got with us Jason Deshaun of, of Nitel. I almost said Windstream, your old job. Yes. How are you doing? Yeah, there? hey, doing great. Thank you for having me. I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about the Elite Partner Program you guys just introduced here a couple months ago. Tell us about the goals for that program. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, we came in uh, as an organization and really wanted to focus on uh, segmenting our, our elite partners and understanding who they were, understanding what type of business model they had, and, and then start looking at distribution across the country with their sub-agents aligned with our channel partners in the field. So we've taken a hard look at that over the last few months. Just recently rolled out the elite program uh, with direction of Chris Schubert, who runs our business development. And uh, you know the, the goal of that program is to really grow revenue. Uh, just in the last uh, four months, we've seen an increase of 67% since rollout or since the changes that we've started to make with the eight elite partners that we have in the program, which I think is, is a big improvement from over last year. The cause of that is, is really the alignment and distribution. And the thing that we focus there on is you know, that segmentation with the partners in the field focus from our channel managers in the field. Our channel managers being in front of those sub-agencies is extremely important for us. You know, our channel managers being able to discuss the SD-WAN solution that we have with Versa, be able to discuss the security line that we have, be able to show them a solution sale and what that looks like with the NITEL map uh, really helps push our revenue. One, you've got a lot of the masters on board, including Planet One, isn't that right? That's correct. Yeah, Planet One's a, a large producer for us. Um, we've actually seen some improvement with them even uh, since this rollout and, and some of the changes that we've made. Planet One, is, of course, is is a dominant player in the uh, master agent community, of course, um, and we continue to support them in, in many ways. And, and to that point, you know, one of the big things that we've made is we've made some changes with the Planet One partnership in, in how we align with them as well. So uh, new changes coming there and, and continuing. You talked about SD-WAN, obviously that's uh, sort of Nitel's baby. Talk about what's happening with that the last year or so with the company. Yeah, so you know, we did a really big push uh, at the Vegas Channel Show, uh, really discussion points about SD-WAN. We decided to go with Versa, uh, which was a big change for most carriers, of course, and that solution mixed in with our WAN opportunity has been huge. Now we're able to layer uh, broadband uh, with our SD-WAN capability, security, line up to UTM. It's bringing a different type of customer, different type of solution to the table with these partners as we have those conversations. So SD-WAN for us is a huge play in the enterprise space and how we want to grow. You guys looking at bringing on some more of the masters and, and big agencies to be part of the elite 
program next year? Yeah, absolutely. We are looking at that now. In fact, we have a meeting next week to discuss some of the uh, the 2018 planning. But You'll call me right after that. I right? will let you know as soon as we get that done. Absolutely. You're my first call. Yeah, um, so, yeah, we are definitely looking at it, what we can change next year, how we uh, incorporate more elites into the program, what kind of support we give those elites, you know, how we support those elites in the marketing efforts. Um, one of the big challenges we have right now is it's just a branding effort. And we're going and we're really rebranding the Nitel name to all of our partners. So that helps us with the elite partners, you know, getting our name with the elite partners, getting us on their newsletters, getting us on their webinars, their announcements that they do, partnering and, and marketing events is really big for Nitel and, and it continues to help push our brand. So it's really important. Talk a little more about how the program will sort of trickle down to benefit partners beyond the masters. We will do some partner and some customer segmentation. And what I mean by that is we'll take, take a uh, more of a whiteboard solution type setting and we'll go in with those sub-agents and really understand their customer base. And what I mean by that is we want to, to help them grow. We want to support them by marketing efforts. So if we understand that the sub-agent, at the sub-agent level and their customer base, then we can start marketing efforts towards their customers. With that, we've also established an account management team. Uh, account management team has been in place. Nitel before did not have a true account, dedicated account management team. We've hired uh, Nate James, uh, who is going to be our VP of account management, and he's going to be managing a nationwide account management team that will also work with our lead partners and our direct partners as well to continue to, to lock down their customers, grow their customers, but really important important is to find out, again, sit down and solution sell to our partners. We can get them to understand security and SD-WAN plus our network that we have. Um, it opens the door for more revenue for us on the account management side and new logo side. So Nitel is clearly growing its channel through all this. Uh, you know what? We are very heavy channel. We do not have a direct sales force, of course. Um, so our focus is growing our channel. Uh, in fact, our channel has grown uh, this year over 44% compared to last year. Now. All that isn't due to us coming in and making these changes, but it is coming in and making some some small tweaks um, and some shifts in the uh, in the way that we manage our partners and the way that we're aligned uh, internally as far as support goes. Good stuff. Jason, thanks for your time and good luck tonight. Tell the rest of this year and on into 2018. Great. Thank you very much. Thanks for your time today. All right, some good stuff there from Jason at Nitel. Of course, it was just another one of these interviews where Kevin is not a part of it. I'm, I'm getting used to being a solo interviewer here, buddy. When are you going to step up? Come on, Craig. That's terrible, Craig. You know I'd love to be there with you interviewing great folks like Jason from Nitel, but they do keep me under wraps probably for good reason here at Channel Partners. And, and as I understand, the show was a lot closer to you. I had to travel cross-country, so although I do wish I could be there for the whole Planet One experience. Well, this one was a little closer to me. Maybe my complaint here isn't justified. I don't know. You know I love just giving you a hard time, buddy. Yeah, and you seem to be really good at it. But, you know, <laughs> Nitel, your interview with Nitel, you know, Jason brought up their elite partner program as well as their uh, SD-WAN solution. And I got to tell you, there's an elite show right around the corner with an SDN zone located in the uh, expo hall. And that's Channel Partners in Las Vegas, Craig. I hear that slot machine sound effect going now. Winning. <laughs> you love Charlie Sheen. You know, I wouldn't say that I love him, but I do uh, like some of his acting performances, especially some of his older ones. Not so much his TV shows, but, I mean, you gotta like Charlie Sheen's cameo in Ferris Bueller, Craig. And your problem is you. Excuse me? Excuse you. I, I gotta think you like him in Hot Shots. Uh, Major League, of course, is a great one, is Ricky Vaughn. Wow, 
Uh, Platoon. He's good in Platoon. That's a tough movie to watch, but he, but he's good in it. He he had his moments. He was he was winning from time to time. Somehow we digress. <laughs> we we do transitioning from one I guess you could say semi hero of mine to another full blown hero of mine growing up. Uh, Really excited for your upcoming interview and a little bit jealous, I got to say, Craig, of your interview with Chris Berman. Of course, you know, being a huge sports fan, Chris Berman was a pioneer for, for broadcasting and a pioneer for ESPN, really got them off the ground. Do you have any favorite Bermanisms or Berman nicknames that you might want to throw out there? Yeah, you know, one of the classics is Bert B. Home Bly Levin, the old uh, Minnesota <laughs> Twins pitcher. He, he used that a bunch, and, and he told me he has people come up to him all the time uh, mentioning that one. and. And I love all the sound effects, too, you know, that uh, he's excited when he does it. He says sports is an entertainment business, which it is, and uh, he just made it fun, and he's had sportscasters emulate what he's done for years and years, and, and most of them don't cut the mustard. We try, and, and we definitely don't cut the mustard. We're more of a catch-up solution, but um, <laughs> I would say, you know, I do like, uh, he was a little-known running back, but he was a star at Colorado back in the day, and it's uh, one of my favorite nicknames was Eric Sleeping With the Enemy. Of course, the Julia Roberts movie was out <laughs> right when that guy was big. Yeah. You've got uh, Albert Winnie the Pujols, um, Scott Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious was one of my faves. Um, just, just so many great nicknames. You know, I have a bunch for you that I can't repeat here. <laughs> I'm sure you do. You'll tell me offline, and then I'll I, come I, uh, come hunt you down. I certainly will. I certainly will. All right. Well, without further ado, uh, let's get to my interview with Chris Berman. All right, here with ESPN legend Chris Berman. Boomer, how are you? I'm great. It's fun to be out in Arizona here in November. I, I may look dumb, but I, I, <laughs> I jumped at the opportunity. It's a good time to be here, for sure. Tell me about what you've been up to. We don't have a sports podcast here, but we're going to make it a little more of a sports podcast uh, so that you can tell us that you're semi-retired from ESPN, but you're still staying busy. Well, I'm still staff. I still do lots of stuff with them, and I will in the football playoffs. I did baseball playoffs and uh, Hall of Fame football and the ESPYs, et cetera. I feel like as one of 70 or 150 people that had their hand in the cornerstone of something that began in 1979, it'll always be my, not my baby, but I will always feel a part, and I'm thrilled that I will retire with the team that I came in with, you know? Not many people do that these days. No, and not many people do, period. So, I mean, it's in my blood. We all have lifetime friendships, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, it's a transition year professionally, certainly personally, of course, but... Uh, professionally not but I'm, I'm okay I mean I, I miss the action Sunday and Monday but I miss it I miss my teammates I miss doing football all day all sure. afternoon all night but I watched it on TV from 0 to 20 so now from 62 on I'll kind of do the same there you go I'll still be involved with it it's all good you had some advice a little bit of advice for these folks out here in the audience today talking about maybe relating to customers and how in your job you try to talk to the audience and not at the audience. What did you mean by that? Well, and I'm glad that you heard it, not like I'm so smart, but I realized that anyone in our job, and we're in an inanimate object, when you watch us on TV, we're in a box in your living room or wherever. So it's only a preposition, but talk with, sometimes too, because you're informing, but not at. Don't talk at somebody. And if you're doing it one-on-one or in business, if you talk with someone, meaning like you say, they say, you learn, I learn, you have an understanding, sometimes a short conversation is, we don't do that enough anymore, you know? And 
if you go, you know, I, I'd like to do business, but there's one thing I'm worried about. Oh, I didn't think of that. That's gee, well, it sounds so basic, but we're all so electronic now that sometimes we get away from the personal thing. But if you talk, talk with, sometimes too, never at. We get caught up in that a lot for we sure. We do. Uh, talk to me about the old days of ESPN. I'm curious to know, you talked about the nicknames and the catchphrases and so forth. Back, back, back. He could go all the way. Circles the wagons. Doink, doink. The tears of Macau. Bang! And there it is. <laughs> it's a bubble. I want to know what the executive's reaction was when you first started doing that. Is that something you no. had to go to him about? or no. did you? No, no you just it was just as fun. It flowed. You don't do it all at once anyway. The nicknames were in the 80s, I mean, 80, 81, and then they begat themselves, if that's the right thing. Some of the other ones were later 80s, something that just worked. There's stuff I tried that, that didn't work, and it wasn't to try to be noted. It was, it was just an extension of me as a, as a, as a person. You know, Bob Lee is a wonderful professional at our place and a great friend of mine, but he is um, completely different than me. That's not, his, that's not who he is. It is who I am. I mean, we're, it's sports. It's just we're it's not. Fun. It's fun. It's entertainment. Not doing brain too. surgery. Yeah. We're just, it's again, speaking with. And if enough people laugh, well, then you're speaking their language without even having to explain yourself. So, believe me, a lot of it was an accident that worked. I'm not that smart. That, that if you try to do something like that, you could be an actor or over try, and it doesn't work. If you do something that flows, then there you go. It's perfect. I got one for you. I bet one that doesn't come up very often that people come up to you and say, I mean, you get the Burt Bly Levins and the whoop and all that of sort course. of thing, people coming up to you. I remember about 20 years ago, and our audience will recognize that I'm a, a Pearl Jam fan. See if you remember where I'm going with this one. I think you were doing Green Bay highlights, and Tom Jackson said, shut your mouth. And right. you said... Well, I'm talking about Shaft. It was, it was, it was not... Oh, it wasn't Pearl Jam. No. It was actually Shaft. No. Oh, Shaft. They say this guy Shaft is a bad mother. I'm talking about Shaft. It was talking about Shaft. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Got it. The answer wasn't Pearl Jam. Oh. It was well, Shaft. Here, Isaac Hayes. all these years. Isaac Hayes. Oh, see. I think right. it was Isaac Hayes. Well, it matched Shaft. up with the Pearl Jam song. Oh. But Isaac Hayes so was before Pearl Jam. Yes. <laughs> Pearl Jam knew what they were doing. Yeah, I think so. Thanks for your time today. Appreciate it. Are you, are you doing more speaking events like this? I don't do very many. Yeah. I don't want to travel. I'm semi-retired. I don't want to travel for a living. But this one, uh, Ted and his folks reached out last spring. And it just seemed good time of year. Uh, good folks. Ooh, startups. Well, not a startup anymore. Yeah. Something that was kind of idea is this. And 25 years later. I'll help you celebrate 25 years. They, they've been, Ted and uh, Blue Suede Schumann and Planet One have been very welcome. It's easy. Yeah. They're good people. Great. And so is everybody here. Thanks for your time. I'll have to look up that shaft reference. All right, Craig. Thank you very much. So, Kevin, that reminded me of when I walked up to Jay Leno and tried to tell him a joke and it really fell flat. So here I was going up to Chris Berman thinking that one of these great references I had nailed, it was an obscure one, and while it matched up, it was not his original intent. So it wasn't quite the epic fail that the Jay Leno meeting was, but, uh, you know, so it goes. Meantime, I was going to ask him, Kevin, about your Giants uh, and if they were actually going to manage to get three or four wins this year. But then I thought, why waste his time with that? Ouch, Craig. Uh, so not only do you interview the legend without me, you throw a Giants insult at me at. That really doesn't make me very happy, and I do regret my earlier thankful statement. However, 
You know what keeps me pumped up and ready to finish this podcast with you, Craig, is what Channel Partners has planned for the rest of Q4 and 2018. It's really exciting. I can't wait to announce some of the things we're going to be doing and just experiencing it with our, our entire audience. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what we have going on, Craig? Well, I think the big thing is the expansion of our relationship with Channel Futures. T.C. Doyle was on our show here about a month ago talking about how that website is up and launched. So we're looking to integrate our teams as we head into 2018 and become an even more powerful editorial and media powerhouse. You like that? I like that. Two times power. That's power squared, Craig. And Craig, regarding the events, you know, we just had our largest channel partners evolution show ever in the fall. And we earlier in the year, we had our largest channel partners conference and expo in the spring. And we're just going to continue to double down on that. And we're going to have two more record breaking shows uh, combining the audiences of Channel Futures and Channel Partners, as you alluded to. And, you know, we unveiled our new uh, Channel Partners Online web platform. Uh, the audience engagement has seen a significant uptick since we did that. Just a lot of things to be excited about for 2017 and and to make even better and continue that forward momentum into 2018, don't you think? I do, and you use the term double down. I see what you did there with our Vegas show, which I think we mentioned is coming up April 17th through the 20th at the Venetian and Sands Expo in Las Vegas. I mean, this audience is just going to keep on winning. And with that, Craig, I think it's time once again as we head into Thanksgiving that these two turkeys say thanks to everyone who listens again and to our entire audience, our colleagues, for letting us do this podcast. And just say, I hope you have, wherever you're going, whatever you're doing for the Thanksgiving holiday, you have a great one. Absolutely. And if you want to thank us, although I don't know why you would, uh, you might want to check us out on iTunes. Just type in Channel Partners Online and you'll find the entire archive of Coffee with Craig and Kevin podcasts. Thanks again, everyone, for listening and hope you have a happy Thanksgiving and a great rest of the year. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah.